three things I recommend that you do when you're getting started to make yourself as legitimate as possible today on the podcast. Ready to talk shop? It's time for some copy chatter. So I know I've talked about this in a few places, but I can't remember off the top of my head where. I know that I cover this in my courses. I don't think I've covered this on the podcast. So these are the three things that I recommend that you do especially if you're just getting started and especially if you're not just getting started and you've kind of already jumped in um, when you've started to get going, um, make sure that you've done these three things to make sure that your business is set up to be as professional um, and as safeguarded as possible. It is unlikely that the IRS is going to come knocking, but if they do, if you do these three things, you're going to be um, in much better better shape during that experience that is very stressful. Not that I've been through it, but I know I have some friends who have. Anyway, okay, the first thing to do to make it official and officially, officially set out your shingle and be officially in business, officially, in order of complexity from least to greatest, (laughs) I recommend that you, number one, set up an email. Set up a separate email address. You can use Gmail. That's fine. If you have a website, you can hook one up to um, to your domain if you want. Sometimes that costs a little bit more money, but sometimes it can uh, be folded into the cost of your web hosting if you have it. Um, I pay separately. I use Rackspace um, for my email to go to ashley at ashleygainer.com. Um, I think it's $5.00 per month. It's not that much. However, you don't have to spend money to have a work email address. You can get a new Google address, which is what I would recommend over Yahoo or Hotmail or any of the other free email services um, or even like iCloud or the Mac ones. I think Google is going to be the most easily recognized. It's the one that's going to get through the inboxes most likely. So that's what I recommend. And with Google, you can pretty easily set it up to either filter into your regular inbox or to forward to whatever email you actually want to use to be checking or to have on your phone or whatever you want your setup to be. Okay, but get a separate email Um, and one that's going to be easy to remember and easy to type in. You don't want one that has a lot of like double letters um, or is like with funny spellings and things like that. You just want it to be straightforward, professional, the kind of thing you might include on a resume for your email address. The second thing I recommend that you do is apply for an EIN. This is um, an identification number that is issued by the IRS. If you are not in the United States, I don't think you would get an EIN. But anyway, if you're in the U.S., get an EIN. You can go to the IRS website. Um, and right there on the front page, I think they have one of the things that you can do is apply for an EIN um, or you can Google it. I will also include a link to that website in the show notes for your easy reference. It's free to get and it doesn't take very much time. And what this does is... Um, it can designate your business as like an entity. This is the kind of thing you would do if you are a sole proprietor. Now, if you're going to be in an LLC, I think you get a different EIN. I think you get a different number for the LLC. You know, I did this like a year ago and I don't remember (laughs) 
Um, but anyway, if you're a sole prop, a sole proprietorship, which means that you are not incorporating, which is how most of us start. Some of us will get the LLC, but a lot of us just sort of start and do the LLC later. Um, I had been in business for like 10 years before I did an LLC. I was a sole proprietor before then, and I, I had this EIN that I used the whole time. So you can include that on your invoices, which sometimes you'll need to get paid. You can use it when you are registering for things. Um, it's the kind of thing, it's the kind of number that um, otherwise would uh, involve your, it's a, it's a replacement for your social security number. So you can keep all your business stuff tied to the EIN and all your personal stuff tied to your social security number and you don't have to like give out your social security number to clients if they need that to process their payments. And uh, it just feels very official. You have a letter from the IRS. <laughs> it's digital. It's like automatically generated. It's not that big of a deal, um, but it can be really helpful um, in terms of getting paid and in terms of just really feeling like you are an entity. You are a business. Okay, and so the third thing that I recommend that you do, I don't recommend it. If I could require you, my podcast listener, to do this, I would require this of you. Um, and that is to set up a separate bank account and, and or a separate PayPal account. And now, I think you need to have both. I think having PayPal is a good option. Um, you can get a PayPal business account. It doesn't cost any money, but what it does give you is the ability to generate um, invoices if that's how you want to invoice your clients. Now the fees that PayPal takes out of invoicing, I think last time I looked they're a little bit higher than the other payment processors, um, but they're all basically the same. They all basically take about 3% and then another like 30 cents to a dollar per transaction. Anyway, so PayPal is not the worst way to send invoices to your clients, especially if you want to get paid quickly and you want to accept a bunch of different um, payment options. You will lose some in fees, but you're going to lose stuff in fees for just about any invoicing service that has a payment processor attached. Anyway, so use your work email address to get your business PayPal account set up have all of your work transactions run through your PayPal account and or your separate bank account. So you want to keep them separated. You want to make sure that your work expenses and your work income are not running through your personal bank accounts. You want to have all of that money separate and then you can transfer, like you can sort of pay yourself out of your business accounts, or you can transfer, you know, money from your PayPal account into your, either your personal PayPal account or to a, your personal bank account. However you want to do that, you can give yourself the money, um, but you want all of your income and expenses that have to do with your business to be separate. They need to be separate. They need to stand apart. They need to have all of their tracking and stuff separately. You don't want grocery bills and gas bills and um, babysitting money <laughs> coming in and out of your work account. Whoop. 
you want only work stuff going in and out of your work account. So any charges for software that have to do with your business, put them on a business credit card or use PayPal to check out or you put them on the business debit card. You don't even necessarily have to open up a credit card, but you can get one through PayPal or you can get one through whatever checking account you decide to use um, for your business account. I feel like my throat is really dry and scratchy. Um, my kids have hand, foot, mouth disease, and I'm pretty sure I have it too, <laughs> which is just so much fun. Let me just tell you how much fun it is. I have this itchy rash all over my hands, and my throat is sore, and the roof of my mouth is sore. Anyway. Oh, the life of a mother of young children. Anyway, so I think... I feel like I, I'm listening to myself in my headphones like I always do, and I feel like I sound weird. If I sound weird, I'm sorry. Um, but keep your finances separate. Keep your business finances separate. Um, I used, for a really long time, I just used a like a free online personal checking account, which is the name of the banking product. You can get personal accounts or business accounts from a lot of different banks. Um, business accounts had all these like weird minimums and you had to like hook up payroll to them when I was looking for them and stuff like that. And I just, it, it didn't seem right to me. So because I was a sole prop, I felt pretty free to just use a personal checking account and I found a free one that was fine. Um, and it came with a debit card, um, in addition to credit card offers. I also, um, opened another credit card that I just, that I only use for work stuff. It's a Visa card. Um, so anytime I need to charge a work expense, I just, I use this. It's not a business Visa. It's just a Visa card, but it's the one that I put all my work stuff on and I only use it for work stuff. So that's the goal. When I say to sep set up a separate bank account, you want to have all your finances for your business running through things that are not also being used for personal use. There is more that I wanted to share with you on this episode, but I do think my voice is about to quit. <laughs> so this is just going to be a short one. If you have found this podcast to be helpful, I'd really appreciate it if you left a review or if you um, forwarded it to someone who you think it might help, or if you came into the Facebook group my Facebook group, to which I cordially invite you. Um, it's called the Inkwell Guild. You can find us on Facebook or you can go to theinkwellguild.com and join and just let me know what you think about the podcast or um, episodes that have been particularly helpful for you or things that you would like me to cover in an upcoming episode or anything like that. Um, your feedback is really, really helpful. This was episode 98. We are barreling toward 100 and I'll see you next week. Okay, so tell me, do you need more writing clients? If you do, then I challenge you to stop getting ready to get ready and start taking the real action steps that booked out writers take every single day to find, reach, and impress their ideal clients so that you can finally have the writing career of your dreams. And I encourage you to do so with Booked Out Writer, my newest course. Booked Out Writer is the everything you need and nothing you don't course for freelance writers who want to skip the low paying work and start making good money with great clients now. 
Whether you have five hours a week to devote to this or you're ready to go full-time, Booked Out Writer is perfect for establishing yourself as an in-demand go-to writer. Learn more at bookedoutwriter.com.